All right, shall we move forward? I suppose Let's do we, it. I suppose we shall. This is something that I am really looking forward to, and uh, I gotta be honest with you, man. I think um, I'm I'm in favor of athletes selling the fight as much as they can, as long as it doesn't go into like the the stereotypes and the bigotry. Like we all have our line. Mm-hmm. I personally believe the Alexander Usyk Anthony Joshua rematch has not been promoted well. Hmm. Um, I haven't seen it, uh, and I watch a ton of sports, and I yeah. just have I just haven't seen it, mm-hmm. and I've been really surprised about that. Um, you know, obviously us religiously following the sport. We're going to know when this is, but I'm looking at TV ads. I mean, I, I, I go on, <laughs> we all do, but like I go on so many different sports websites a day. Haven't seen like those little banners they have on the side, on the margins, or mm-hmm. when you're scrolling through a website and it's in the middle of an article. I haven't seen it. I don't know what exactly that is, but the Usyk Joshua fight, is coming up and i don't think a lot of people are going to know about it until friday yeah um which is very weird to say so let's let's recap here first fight tottenham hotspur stadium and uh one of us picked this correctly (laughs) you're never gonna let this go and one of us did We should have bet on it. We're not gambling men, though. I think we did. We bet dinner. I think we did. That sounds familiar. Maybe we did. did. We? Maybe we did. We, I don't know. It, it might have been. I think we had Ms. Lala for dinner. Shout out Ms. Lala. Great stuff. Shout out Ms. Lala. So. Oh wow, Ms. Lala. Yes, Ms. Lala. That is, bro. You just like, like woke me up with that one. I was like, Ms. Lala. Ms. Lala. Yes. Wasn't that it? Didn't we yes. bet Ms. Lala? We did, Miss Lala. Oh my God, phenomenal so food, phenomenal. Oh. Jesus, I need some Miss Lala tonight. You know we have Pause. it like weekly. I yeah, lucky you. As you would guess. Okay, so right. um, I thought Alexander Usyk would beat Anthony Joshua because I just thought he was the more skilled boxer. Okay. What we have seen, among many other reasons, but but what we've seen, he beat him over twelve rounds. There was the discussion we had at the end of that fight where we did see Eddie Hearn telling the ref to call it. We're not saying that it happened. We're saying there should be someone who looks into if they stopped it early because by my count, they stopped it 10 to 8 seconds early. Okay. It looked like AJ was going down. Can I comment on that? Yes, you may. It looked like AJ was going down. I asked a friend of mine who who was live at the fight, and I had to say, I was like, I, you know, they called that fight early, right? Like they, they stopped it like 10 to 11 seconds early. And what he told me was, uh, no, they didn't stop the fight early. They said either the fighters didn't hear the 10 second tap no. or it was like the fighters didn't hear the 10 second tap or the, the, uh, the, the, the person who's supposed to do the 10 second tap never, he never hit it. So they he, the stop the fight stopped abruptly when it did because they were about to go over time. Okay, here here's my rebuttal. To my recollection, <laughs> you know they keep count of how much time is left in the round. 
To my recollection, screen. I saw 10 seconds. Yeah. So unless the time was off, which is odd, it could have happened. Not saying it couldn't. Could have happened. But if the time was off, man, they need new timekeepers. Yeah. Either so, way, either way, AJ was hurt and a, a, another flurry, hurt. another flurry. And he, he would have been he, down. He, he would have went down. And it, yes. and it actually looked like Usyk eased off of him when he saw him leaning into the ropes the way he did. You know, he, he like put his tongue out to show that he wasn't hurt. But obviously he was not there. Correct. Um, he uh, and the funny thing is, in that fight, it looked like, to my recollection, was it like six or seven, where AJ started landing some big shots on Usyk, mm -hmm. and we thought for a moment because Usyk looked like he was hurt for, I don't know, half a second. Dude is so yeah. freaking tough, but it did look like the punches were affecting him. Right. And that was AJ's shot. Maybe seven or eight. Six yeah. to eight is what I'll I think say. it was I think it was like seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. So like there was those moments as well, right? Where Anthony Joshua appeared to our eyes that he hurt Usyk and then Usyk ends up hurting Joshua bad. And in our mm -hmm. view, he gets saved by the bell. He didn't yeah. go down, but it looked like he was about to go down. So as we know. Anthony Joshua, in his previous loss to Andy Ruiz Jr., afterwards they went to Saudi Arabia, where the rematch with Usyk is. And AJ, there were a few things that went in his favor, but mainly AJ boxed. He did not try to brawl. For the casual, it was a boring fight. For AJ, it was a safe fight. It was AJ staying on the outside. Mm -hmm. Also a big variable. Andy Ruiz admitted he partied his ass off and he came in very overweight. So it wasn't much of a contest. Alas, Anthony Joshua was going back to a place where he avenged a bad loss. Same place, Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. They put up a, oh my God, so much money to get this fight. Um, but they're there. They're going to be fighting. What are your thoughts on it? How do you see it playing out? All right. So first we got to backtrack because you threw dirt on me. <laughs> you threw dirt on yourself. <laughs> you threw dirt on me, bro. <laughs> Listen, if you go back and you look at Alexander Usyk's two performances at heavyweight before he got in the ring with Anthony Joshua, he did not look like a heavyweight. Mm -hmm. He didn't look like he could, could uh, take a, a heavyweight punch he didn't look like he could deal with a heavyweight that was coming to be a heavyweight. He didn't look like he would be able to deal with somebody who would lean on him, use elbows, push him around, make it a dirty fight. Um, Chisora, you know, until he got tired, which is his M.O., was kind of bullying Usyk around the ring, right? Like, he used every inch of real estate in that Chisora fight. The fight before that, uh, the guy's name um, escapes me, uh, Spawn or Sp something like that, but that guy hurt Usyk a few times at heavyweight. Now he's walking into the ring against the biggest person that he's ever fought and the biggest puncher that he ever fought. You know, boxing is a game of what have you done for me lately? There was nothing, and, and listen, to your credit, Rick, aside from myself, you know the sport of boxing like no one else that I know. Oh, and I you don't know about that. 
I, I, were, I appreciate it. Though. But you were quite well, well read in your decision for why you thought Usyk would, would win because he was the better boxer. What you didn't account for was Anthony Joshua's mental instability. And when I say that is this. Every time Anthony Joshua touched him in that first fight, he seemed to hurt him. And Usyk attested to that afterwards. There was a few, time, a few times where Anthony Joshua hit me, he sent me to Elon Musk, were his exact words. He's basically saying he sent me to the moon. Like, I was a little dazed on my feet when he hit me. There was a few body shots that Anthony Joshua landed, straight rights to the body, looping rights to the body, where you could tell Usyk was a little gassed. He used lateral movement to get out of the way and, and catch his win. Now, had Anthony Joshua come to be destructive, come to inflict pain, and come to dominate, then I think that the fight would have looked a lot more like seven, eight, and nine versus him starting to trying to box for whatever, whatever reason he was coming to try and box with this man. You don't box the smaller fighter. You bully him. You yes. beat him up. You walk him down. You back him up behind a hard, stiff jab. You land the right hand when you can. You hold. You throw him on the ground. Use your elbow. You do whatever you got to do to impose on him and let him know you're the smaller person. He's sitting there doing this with a point boxer. You don't do that. So what we saw in the 12th round with AJ and Usyk was AJ was obviously hurt. But what allowed him to get hurt was his stamina. He carries a lot of muscle, and he's trying to box with a smaller person who's used to more fluid movement. He's trying to move like that person, and when he's built, like a CrossFit champ. Yep. So he tired himself out, which lowered his punch resistance, and by the 12th round, he's barely holding on by a thread. Mm -hmm. How do I see the second fight? My heart would love for AJ to win oh, here because – Listen, my heart would love for AJ to win because I I really would want to see him in the ring with the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. Oh, I disagree. But go, Listen, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, hear me. But my 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 brain says that Alexander Usyk is too skilled of a boxer. He has too much momentum. He's seen what he needs to see. He knows how to get himself out of trouble. And he has, he's too impassioned given what's going on in his home country. That fight is going to be streamed live in all of the Ukraine. And I've never seen in modern day boxing, two fighters who are more dedicated. Well, I'll say three fighters who are more dedicated to their country. Then Alexander Usyk, um, Loma, uh, Lomachenko, and Manny Pacquiao, and with everything that's going on in in the Ukraine right now, I just don't see uh, Usyk. I don't see him taking this fight lightly. Does are you? alluding to AJ taking it lightly? No, I don't think that he's taking it lightly, okay. but I think that I think that I think that AJ I think that AJ has um you know how you can take something a little too serious? Yeah. I think that he's made up in his mind who he has to be to win this fight, and I don't know if he's that guy anymore. Mhm. Mm 
I think that he knows that he has a, you know, whether it be physical, you know, he has a lot to lose. He, oh, let me be clear, because that's where I was going to go. He's going to lose it all mm. if he loses this. And I hate to put that burden on someone, but this is his career. We need to be clear about this. And he knows it. And the first time was against Ruiz. Ruiz is a good fighter. He admitted he didn't take the second fight seriously. It was a walk in the park. Yeah. This is not Andy Ruiz. Mm -mm. This is not a guy who's celebrating victory. This is not a guy who's walking around overweight and arriving overweight. I think all those factors go into Alexander Usyk winning. I don't know how. I haven't really thought about it to what degree. I still think it's a decision, I suppose. But we're talking about a guy that you painted the picture beautifully of that did not go after the rematch immediately because of an illegal invasion of his country, the second biggest country in Europe. They have still been fighting to this day. That plays into it. And for those that say keep the politics out of sports, sports are political. There is no doubt that he is going to carry that with him. There is no doubt that a whole country is going to be watching him. And if you, do, and by the way, real quick, if you're also that kind of person who's listening to this and saying sports are not political and, oh, he's not going to bring that with him, go, go back and look at the uh, Joe Lewis, uh, Max Schmeling fights. And then holler at me about that. So Alexander Usyk is not someone to be taken lightly. AJ is not taking him lightly. But no matter how focused you may be, you are going up against the creme de la creme, even if they're a little undersized. Yeah. And here's another thing, and then I'll read the quote. I don't think AJ is going to go in there and he's going to try to come forward because we've seen when he comes forward, he can get hit bad, and he can get hurt bad. And I think Usyk can do that to him again. Here's something AJ said, and, and this is nuts. Mm. That, I, that I found this. Be a talk sport, Britt. It sounds crazy, but I'm not going to lie. My objective was never to hurt him, mm -hmm. to land damaging punches. My aim was to go the full 12 and prove I could box as well as he does, to land scoring punches, but I didn't work hard enough to prepare for a 12-round fight at that pace. I wasn't in the right mindset. That of wanting to go in there and smash him. Using my size and power this time is evident, isn't it? But to work on it is easier said than done. I do know that if I use my elements of height and strength, I will have a better chance of winning. He's saying he's going to do it, yet I still don't believe him. I still don't believe him. I think he's gun shy. I do, and I, I hate that I think that. I hate that I think that. Because I know how talented he is, right? I know how good he is. I know his potential, but I don't think he beats this guy. No matter what strategy he puts forth, I don't think he beats him. I'll tell you what. You think it's going to a decision. I think this fight is going to end in a knockout. I think it's going to be a knockout um, on either man's behalf. One, because Usyk wants a knockout and because Anthony Joshua needs a knockout. Desperate times calls for desperate measures. Good point. 
And I also disagree with you that I, I think that Anthony Joshua is going to come forward. I don't think he has any well, other I'm not choice. saying he won't. I'm saying he's going to get hit and hurt is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That That's going to happen. But I'll say this. Hmm. He's going to take more chances in this fight, and I also think that he's going to hurt Alexander Usyk. Because anytime he puts a glove on Alexander Usyk, he's going to hurt him. To what degree? Um, Does he knock him down? You know, so 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 I'm of I'm of a mind to place a bet that Usyk does get put down, but that he gets back up, right? Because think about it. The last time somebody, last time uh, AJ put somebody down and uh, let him get back up was Ruiz. Yeah, and Klitschko before that. And Klitschko before that, but see, he's a, we're talking about a completely different. He was a monster when he fought Klitschko. He had never lost. He and he told Klitschko, and I love it. He said he told him, "If you let me get out this round, I'm gonna fuck you up next round." That's the Anthony Joshua that needs to show up to fight Alexander Usyk, mm-hmm. right? Completely yes. savage monster mode. What they call in UK grease mode. He needs to be full grease if he's gonna beat Alexander Usyk. And I mean, calling, I'm elbows, pushing, leaning on him, locking him up, throwing him to the ground, roughing him up, walking him back, pushing him over the ropes. He needs to do every tactic known to man to get this done. Um, but I just don't know if he can. So I agree. That's that's why they fight the fights. It's it's interesting how mentally we align so thoroughly. Because I feel like in my heart, I'm like, come on, AJ. <laughs> like, come on, man. Come yeah. on, give me give me something, man. Come on, champ. And yet we still know what fate he has against this guy. Yeah. And let's say hypothetically he wins. I still don't like him if he were to fight the Gypsy King. Because mm. I think he'd get knocked out inside of four. That's something I, I would hate to see. Well, listen, I disagree with you there, too. Why? Because Anthony Joshua historically has had a problem fighting short fighters. Mm-hmm. And I understand why. He can't see the punches. And he's standing so tall up in the air, he doesn't know when the looping shots are coming. I'm looking at some highlights now. The first shot that Usyk landed on AJ that hurt him in the third round was a looping left hook, right? And he was on the defense for the most part until he uh, got some courage in six or seven or eight. Like we can't figure out which round it was, but until he got some courage to let his hands go again in the in the mid to late rounds. And at that point, he had picked up the pace so much that he gassed himself out by the end. He said, "I wasn't prepared to box that kind of fight." Mm-hmm. The punches that he that landed on AJ to hurt him were looping shots. Is the point? He lost to Andy Ruiz because mm-hmm. he couldn't see the punches coming. And shorter fighters know that when a longer fighter is throwing punches, you have to throw with them to catch you in an exchange. I think he's going to fight a completely different fight if he fights uh, uh, Tyson Fury. And I'm not saying that he's going to win. But what I'm saying is, is Tyson Fury was put down in his last fight. Well, not his last fight, but his fight before last against Deontay Deontay Wilder, Wilder. a straight right hand. He walked right into it. 
and you know what his power shot is. I've always said that Anthony Joshua has just as much power, maybe a little less. Let's say Deontay Wilder's throwing at a 10. Anthony Joshua's probably throwing an 8, but he has a better punch selection than Deontay Wilder. And you're saying in their prime, yes? I'm saying in their prime. Yeah. Deontay Wilder, he has one punch. He's a one-trick pony. Yep. But he's a hell of a he's a hell of a pony. He's not even a pony. He's a thoroughbred horse with that straight right hand. You 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 can't get out the way of it. He knows a thousand ways to throw that one punch. But if it lands, he's gonna put you on your ass. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did to the Gypsy King. So my point is Anthony Joshua at this point in his career might not have the full commitment to throw at a 10, but he's still throwing at an eight, and he has a better punch selection than Deontay Wilder. Mm-hmm. So I think that fight comes down to whoever lands the big punch first. Mm-hmm. They're around the same height. If uh, Tyson Fury is not a little bit taller than AJ, and I, I think, think he's he got bears, two inches. There you go. So I think AJ deals better with fighters that are right in front of him than fighters who are beneath him. Mm-hmm. The history certainly does say that. I do agree with you. My biggest problem with AJ is defense and yeah. fighting off the back foot and seeing the um, the way in which Tyson fights, where he's trying to bait you. He is fucking with your head. He's mm-hmm. dumbing punches over and over and over and over again. He will faint you to hell if he mm-hmm. could. Mm-hmm. I think AJ has a problem with that. The angles with which he throws, I think he has a problem with that. His chin has also been not great. Now, I will say, if Tyson were to come back, at this stage, he doesn't have to have a measuring stick fight. But that trilogy, let's say the last two, against Deontay Wilder were interesting. The second one was dominant. The third one was a war. And I don't use that term lightly. It was a war. It was tough. Seeing both of them go down with massive shots, and these are 285 pounds of muscle shots, I don't know how Tyson is going to look if he were to ever return. Mm -hmm. But I do think that he would return for Anthony Joshua. Yeah, for sure. There's no doubt, and I think he would fuck him up. That's probably the only fighter that he returns for. I, I highly doubt if Usyk wins, he comes out of retirement. And I to agree. that point, uh, Fury has until Friday. He has until Friday to uh, to get back to the WBC and let them know if he's fully retired or not. I was just going to ask you about that. What do you think about this? Why is he like fucking with us? Um, I think that he's. I think that he's still in conflict. I don't yeah. think he knows what he wants to do. I think that he's still holding out for you know if Anthony Joshua wins and he picks up all of those belts he still wants to have a bargaining chip and the bargaining chip that he's always had was a wbc title correct before he picked up the rest of the belts right he's always had that wbc title so i think that while you know alexander Usyk, sorry before he picked up the ring magazine he always had claim to be in the lineal heavyweight champion right Mm -hmm. and so I, i think that if um AJ were to come back and pick up, you know, three belts, I think he still want to be able to say, but this is the one you don't have, mm-hmm. and this is why you got to pay me to fight you. Mm-hmm. Um, my thought was I like that he, at least <laughs> this is like changing every day, but I did like that he was coming back out of retirement to fight Derek Tresora, 
even mm-hmm. though we don't want to see that. This has been a show that has advocated for Derek Chisora's retirement now for what's felt like years. The shots that he's taking at this age, we're not a fan of it. But yeah. if he were to help out someone financially, Derek Chisora would be the guy. Thought it was dope. And then he said, he pulled the plug and said, no, I'm retiring. So look, we wait till Friday. Um, personally, I don't like being fucked with. So make up your mind already. Yeah. Shit or get off the pot. You, right. like linear, you like linear storytelling. And I know that we're about to move forward, but I just want to say one thing yes. to close this out. I think what ultimately is going to be either Anthony Joshua's demise or his um, saving grace is his identity. I think he has a lack of an identity. When he first burst onto the scene, people loved him because he was smashing guys. He was a a, a British rule boy. He's getting into scuffles and brawls. Um, You know, he's willing to put it all out on the line. And then you can even go back and look at his you know, his his uh, his ring attire, I think at some point along the line, he wanted to become the British Muhammad Ali, right? The equivalent, right? You mm-hmm. saw him, he used to wear, you know, red trunks, black trunks, um, you know, multicolored trunks. And then at a certain point in his career, he starts wearing all white or all white and black or all white and red or all white and gold, yep. similar to, you know, Muhammad Ali. When he came to Madison Square Garden, he saw the uh, Muhammad Ali tribute um, uh, that they have there. He was in awe of it. And in my mind, when he's had these opportunities to show his boxing ability, his supreme boxing ability, he's tried to lean into that character versus being who he really is. And that's a seek and destroy big man. Deontay Wilder knows exactly who he is. He's not trying to be Muhammad Ali. He's not trying to be Joe Lewis. He's not trying to be Joe Frazier. He's trying to be Deontay Wilder. He's trying to knock people the hell out with that big punch that he has. He's not disillusioned about what that is. Mm-hmm. And I think that AJ sometimes gets caught in, well, I can box too, when he needs to go out there and knock somebody the fuck out. Yep. I concur. Hey, it's Rick. We just want to give a special thank you for supporting our show and our vision on the world of boxing. Now don't be like Curtis Harper and show up without contributing, y'all. Drop us a follow. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review. Tell us how awesome and handsome we are if you want to. And let's build this great community from the ground up. We love you and appreciate you. See you next time.